0: come over here go over there don't be scared now yeah lift up your head hold out your hand pull up your pants now why did you pull down your pants we only just met but that's why i like you people connecting grandma's laughing nostalgia and ethnic dancing (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ah, and uh, and that was 24 hours from tulsa uh, by Jean Pitney.
2: Hello, kiddies, and welcome to Granny Bingo White. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Ms. Edith Vale, <laughs> and uh, I'm joined by me best mate in the whole wide world, Maureen McGillicuddy. Say good day, Maureen.
1: Hi, everybody. And everyone can hear me, can they? Uh,
2: they can hear us, yeah. We <sighs> record this, and then we put it online, and they listen to it. That's now, right. we started this podcast a long time ago, <laughs> didn't we, love?
1: Oh, yeah, years ago, years and years and years ago, and uh, and sadly, as many people are experiencing now, uh, we just couldn't be bothered anymore.
2: That's right. We couldn't be asked. It was a lot of work mm. with very little payoff. But also, like a lot of people now, we find ourselves with nothing but time on That's our right. hands. Yeah. So we've decided to bring back the Granny Bingo podcast for some Granny Bingo wireless bunker Special. Wow, cool. Yes. Oh, I'd love that. We're going to be talking all things COVID-19. We've oh. got some wonderful tips and tricks. You know, Maureen and I have lived through a world war several recessions <laughs> and uh, of course the spanish flu yes. and uh, so we have a few tips now speaking of the spanish flu hmm. we should probably mention the other woman in the room shouldn't yeah oh, yeah 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 caroline springs
1: oh my god caroline built the room we're in now I, i'm trying to want to set the scene for everybody but the room we're in now was a, uh, a war bunker built. We live in a correctional nursing home. And it That's was right. a war bunker that was built during the war, of course, to keep the elderly safe. If the right, yeah. Other countries, I won't name which ones, but uh, no. if they were to fly from Japan and, and start bombing the places, then, uh, then they could all come in here and be
2: safe. So we're using it now for our COVID-19 escape pod. That's right, yes. And Caroline was left to us in a will. Actually, yeah. by by her sister Alice Springs.
1: Alice Springs, yeah.
2: And uh, well, that's why we're stuck with her, to be quite honest. Oh, shocking!
1: And 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 she's in the room here. And we mentioned the Spanish flu because she was a part of. She was only a little tiny baby.
2: She was patient zero, though, wasn't
1: she? She was. It started with her. She was born. Someone sneezed on her, and she got patient 0 for Spanish flu. That's the story. That's That's true. If you want to fact-check it,
2: go for your life. Look it up. It's on Wikipedia. That's right. Fact-check me. Uh, No, it is dreadful, this this bloody... COVID thing with everyone stuck indoors. And so, you know, we thought we'd bring this back and, and talk about it because, you know, we're all stuck and we're all feeling isolated, aren't we, love?
1: Oh, lonely. Loneliness is the original mm. epidemic of this country.
2: Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's important to connect with people online. I've been following a lot of celebrities on Instagram lately. Oh, yes. Poor Sam Smith, They're not feeling very well. Uh, yeah. You know, posting yeah. on the shows, yeah, and Tom Hanks as well. Tom Hanks
1: and his wife, right?
2: Stuck on the Gold Coast. Quite frankly, I don't know what's worst, having having the COVID nineteen or being stuck on the Gold Coast. Oh,
1: oh yuck! Not for me. Hey, do you reckon um, that uh, Sam? What was Sam Smith? Wasn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you th- Do you think Sam Smith's wife has got the, the corona too? Probably. Who knows? Probably. Together. Yeah.
2: And, you know, I I follow a lot of influencers. Well, really now they are influenza influencers, Influencers, I would say. Hmm. And they're all putting material out on the internet, which is why we thought it'd be a good idea.
1: And, you know, I felt so bad because, of course, the comedy festival, Melbourne International Comedy Festival was cancelled. And we, of course, we were going we We're going to be part of it. And I felt so bad because all of those people that have spent years and years crafting their art, you know, to, to, to make great stand-up, 30, 40 years they've been at it, some of them. Many, I know. So,
2: so, so many wonderful, oh. talented artists, and Nate Valvo as well. They've all lost their shows. Isn't that but awful? Do
1: you know what makes me most sad about that is that we've only done – Four years. This will be our fourth year. And we've already done so much. Better at all the comedy festivals than the ones that have been doing it for forty years. They just can't. It's one step forward and two steps back for them. I know the
2: poor things. The poor things. And a lot of them are now having to go to Centrelink, and they're having all. You've probably seen the photos posted yeah. online. There's yeah. huge queues around the corner. Oh yeah. And uh, the, you call them up, the bastards. Mm. You call them up. Bloody Daniel Andrews, probably oh. in charge. Of uh-huh. You uh-huh. call uh-huh. them up, and you get put on hold, and the phone's cut out after oh. you're on hold for two. And you know who designed. Who designed that call center system? No, Caroline Springs. Oh, Caroline! Caroline, you did that, didn't you? You ah. stupid! Caroline's a dumb mute. For those of you not aware, Caroline. Yes, yeah, she's doing sign language at me. That's just what one finger, Caroline. I know what that means. Mm. But there are some some lovely silver linings coming out of all this, aren't there, love? I, I think the
1: biggest one is the sense of community and It is care. nice, isn't it? it no, is, that's the yeah. big one for me. Yeah. I've read, I've listened to A.W., Three uh, For those of you listening internationally, as I know, we do have international listeners. Um, I listen to 3AW. In Tasmania. Yes, yeah. that's
2: right. Yeah. They're all in lockdown now. You can't go to Tasmania anymore. Okay. I mean, no one ever went there beforehand. But, you know, they've closed the borders more of a precaution than anything else.
1: I think they're trying to keep their cheese to their self. <laughs>
2: Probably, yes.
1: You'll admit I've been cracking some funny jokes since we've been locked in this room. You have, if I
2: had to be locked in a room underground with no windows with anyone in the world, it's you, Maureen, that I'd want to be locked with. <laughs> I know.
1: Anyway, uh, as I was as I was just saying, then uh, uh, I listen to three AW. It's, it's pretty much yes. the best radio station you'll listen to. Uh, And I agree with most things they talk about. And uh, they were saying that uh, the Woolworths and Carls or the supermarkets... Uh, they are hiring people from the airlines, you know, because they, they don't all have jobs now. Isn't that terrific?
2: It's a wonderful idea. You oh. know, I actually, I popped down. I snuck out of the bunker a couple of days ago and I popped down to Woolworths because they've hired all of the Qantas staff. I needed to get some Greyvox because I've run out of Greyvox. What flavour did you get? Uh, lamb. Lamb Greyvox. And I... Lamb gravox, oh yeah, I, I put it on my sandwiches. A little bit of yum. butter, white bread, yes, a bit of yes, gravox powder, yes, yum. and go, mint so. jelly. A little bit of mint jelly, if I'm really peckish, you oh, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, I digress. I went down to Woolworths the other day. You get the powder one, or is it the pre-made liquid uh, one that you get? The powder one. I powder. get the powdered one. Mm.
1: Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
2: As I was saying, I went down to Woolworths the other day. Every now and then I get the homemade
1: one, which is, I don't think, quite as good. I have to add a little bit of salt. There's something's missing in there.
2: How much longer do we think we're in this lockdown for, just out of interest?
1: Believe me, you want to talk about gravy. There's enough time.
2: All right. Well, as I was saying, I went down to Woolworths just the other day uh, and they have started recruiting some of the Qantas staff, which is lovely. I think it's a really good idea. Sure. And it's almost almost business as usual, but you can tell there's a slight different vibe in the store. Re- yeah, really. I haven't been, of
1: course, because you're not allowed to. The lockdown. But I imagine, of course, you know, maybe... Maybe the aisles could be smaller and all the Qantas staff would be able to walk through like the little tiny aisles. They'd be good at
2: that. Yes, yeah, that that could be one of the changes. There was an announcement made while I was there. I actually recorded it for you, love. Oh, terrific.
1: Play it, play it.
2: I'll play it off my phone. And you see if you can spot, you know, the changes that have been made at Woolworths since they've hired the Qantas staff. Here we go. Hang on. Let me see if I can work this out on my telephone one second.
1: Just push that button.
2: Right, uh, here we go.
3: This is your Qantas captain speak, uh, I mean acting store manager here at Woolworths in Paran. Up here in the flight deck, I mean the uh, back office, got myself Captain Peter Peterson and First Officer Mark O'Brien. We'd like to welcome our Woolworths Rewards customers shopping with us today. Pretty smooth conditions. It's a pleasant 22 degrees in store. Matter of fact, it's 22 degrees everywhere in store. Conditions rarely change. It might be a bit bumpy in the tuk roll aisle. Make sure that your kids are fastened securely in the trolley and seated in the upright position. We've got a great service for you today. We've got Karen on the smokes counter and Natalie in the deli. No doubt our team will take great care of you, providing a brilliant service. Anyway, I'll uh, come back to you with some more updates during your shop. But in the meantime, sit back, relax. Don't breathe on anyone. Don't stand closer than 1.5 metres to anyone. Make sure you only buy one bag of took rolls and pasta rice. Oh, Jesus, I miss flying.
2: Do you see what I mean? Wow. It's a slight difference, a slight difference. You wouldn't? I don't
1: think the, the average shopper would know, but considering how much we go to the shops,
2: we notice, of course. We notice the differences. <laughs> I think now it might be time for a word from one of our sponsors. The following message is spoken by Scott Morrison and approved by the Liberal Party, Canberra.
4: This is a message for all fair dinkum, hard-working, true blue, beer-loving, Sheila Root and Aussies. G'day. The Australian government, my government, cares about you during this difficult time. And as such, we want you to follow these very clear, sensible rules. Please keep a 1.5 metre distance from those around you. Please refrain from going outside unless it's absolutely necessary. Haircuts are not permitted to last more than half an hour unless the digits of the phone number of the hair salon add up to a prime number or spell out the word boobs on a calculator. Sports games may be played in suburban backyards, but no one is permitted to watch them unless they are above 186 centimetres tall, but no taller than 200 centimetres and have a relative who identifies as a lesbian who can knit. Shopping centres are closed, unless that shopping centre has a real estate agent which sells houses that have a backyard which is eligible to hold a sports game as per the previous rule. All retail shops must close immediately unless they supply one of the following. Tinned herring, barbecue equipment, or seedle hair gel. These shops may only be staffed by workers whose names begin with a K. If that staff member has a tattoo, they must wear a hat. By following these easy, simple rules, we're ensuring the survival of our family and mates. I guess another way of putting it is if you don't follow these rules, you have the blood of every victim of this disaster on your hands. Thank you. And stay safe. G'day.
2: Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Now, we are about to move on to another segment, but before we do, we have something to plug, don't we? Do
1: we ever, because, of course, uh, not only do we have our station sponsors, uh, but we're here to make cash.
2: That's right. As Maureen said in the uh, first part of the episode tonight... We had to cancel our comedy festival oh. show. And, you know, the pension doesn't go very far, does it? No, Bloody Daniel no, Andrews.
1: Poor Maureen and poor Edith and poor
2: Carol. We've got no oh. money because the state premier of Victoria likes to come into our old nursing home and take money out of our hands. He He's a, a thief. A dead, a rotten, thieving bath. And, you know... He is the bastard that started coronavirus. Uh-huh. Did you know no that, one Maureen? No-one knows that. No-one knows. No, and you know how he did because it?
1: Because he got bats from the botanical gardens and he filled them with diseases and sent them to China.
2: Hey, do you know how he spread it round Melbourne? Uh, probably on a tram or something, I'd say. On a train. Close. It was on a train. And that is why he was getting rid of all the level crossings. Uh-huh. I read this online I, on a respectable news source. I can't exactly remember. I think it was a post from our friend Beryl Beltbuckle on Facebook. Right. But yeah, that is She right. knows someone who knows someone who works for the government. And they said that this is why he was getting rid of the level crossing, yeah, so right. he could get the trains around Melbourne faster, faster to spread the coronavirus. Mm-hmm.
1: That doesn't surprise me at all, Edith. And Beryl has got her finger on the pulse. That's one thing she that we've got. She
2: does. A very dear friend of ours, Beryl Belt Buckle. Mm-hmm. She's one of the smartest women I know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it means that we've been left a bit strapped for cash. So we have set up a Patreon account. Now, we know that a lot of you are also strapped for cash at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we are going to keep this podcast completely free. free. But if you are ah, doing all right at the moment, and you do feel like chipping in a couple of bucks, mm-hmm. you can go to com slash granny bingo, yep. and you can pledge a couple of dollars. Now, it's listed in American dollars, which I'm not oh, thrilled about, to be honest. That'll be Trump. It was mm-hmm. that or Euros, and I didn't know which one's going to crash fastest.
1: Stick with <laughs> stick with the U.S. Blue. Sorry, I love... I.
2: I love a finance talk. It's my favourite part of the news.
1: Sorry to interrupt what you're saying here, but many of our listeners would probably be too young to remember this. But there used to be a man on television that used to get Edith's fizzy knickers, bubbly undies. She'd slip off her recliner every man this I every would. time this man came on TV. Do you know who I'm talking about? That's right.
2: Paul Clitheroe from Money. Oh, just hearing his name makes me oh.
1: oh.
2: There is a tidal wave in the desert, if you know what I mean. I hear
1: you. I hear you, girl.
2: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. If you do go onto our Patreon and you want to chip in a couple of bucks, we have different rewards, don't we, love?
1: There are four different tiers.
2: By supporting the Patreon, you could receive a little digital present from your favourite nannies. Maybe you would like a personalised audio message from Edith and Maureen. Oh, that would be so cool.
1: Imagine hearing this voice directly in your ears, directly personalised to you. Or maybe you might want to level up a little bit. And you might want, and I know this one's going to be the most popular, Edie, you Uh, you might want a personalised artwork from one and only Caroline Jane Bunting Springs. Caroline Springs is, a, right. is an artist, an award-winning artist, and she's going to do a
2: personalised artwork for you on Microsoft Paint. Wacko. Or if you're really cashed up, you could get both of those things, Aww. plus a monthly video from myself and Maureen McGillicuddy. <sighs> Every month you'll get a new little video. Hey! Oh, Isn't that exciting? That. And of course, we'll give you a shout out on the Granny Bingo Wireless podcast, too. Of course, we will give you a shout out. But we don't want to bang on about us making cash. We're here to help you out. And that is the entire focus of our next segment, which is called. Should we say it together, love? Oh, here yeah. we go. One, two, three. Agony, Agony Grands. A- no, no, no. One, two, three. Agony Grants. Grands. No. No. You can't. One, two, three... Agony, Agony Gra- grands. I think there might be a delay. Oh, no, there's no delay because we are in the same room. Oh, yeah. we? well, how would we delay
1: if we're in the we same are- room? <laughs>
2: pass, pass me the Tim Tams, will Tim you, Tams
1: though? for you, madam, right, coming right Thank up. There you, you go.
2: Person over here. Thank you. Oh, yum. Oh, yum. <laughs> Could Apple. you probably a Tim Tam, maybe? Yeah, no, actually, I can't. I need all of these. Oh. You know I have bad blood levels. You oh, know. the blood sugar, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's all right, That's right. right. I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Now, this uh, segment is called Agony, Agony Ranch. It's very similar to oh, Agony Ants, but uh, we are a little bit older. Mm a little bit wiser, and we don't smell of stale white wine like your auntie. That's right.
1: And I haven't seen my nieces and nephew in 25 years.
2: That's right, love. <laughs> now, uh, we put a call out on our social media <laughs> yes. asking people to uh, send in a little letter, um, if asking for advice, and, of course, with everything going on, a lot of these letters are COVID-19 Corona, related. Corona, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: So we're going to go through a few of these letters and give you some little tips and tricks. Good idea. Now, I've got our first letter here. It says, uh, hello, Edith and Maureen. Not you, Caroline. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Suck it, Caroline. Yeah. My daughter and stepson have been instructed to stay home from school. Maybe they're dumb. They could be, or it could be COVID-19 related. Oh, oh,
3: oh,
0: oh.
2: I only moved in with my partner a few months ago, and I want to use this time to get to know my stepson better and spend some quality time with him. What kind of activities would you recommend? Heather from the Gold Coast. Right.
1: Gold Coast. I would recommend getting out of the Gold Coast. That's the first <laughs> That's thing I'd do,
2: Heather. <laughs> we might be in lockdown for an eternity, Heather, and you do not want to be spending it on the Gold Coast. There's only so many times you can go to movie world. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that Heather has made a point of wanting to spend more time with her stepson, but, you know, it mentions the daughter at the start of the letter. Mm. But then ignores her completely for the rest of the
1: Yeah, and that's she wants really to spend, in, Yeah, really, it really is interesting. interesting. Do you think she might be a chauvinist, Edith?
2: She could be. She could be a misogynist. Who a knows? misogynist, yeah. But if you look a little bit deeper, Maureen, mm-hmm. I think we can uncover some more information about her there. Right, here. right. Uh, she wants to spend quality time with her stepson. Oh, dear. That almost sounds sexual, doesn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, it does.
2: It sounds a little bit fiddly.
1: Okay, so I think what we've, what we've, uh, what our advice there, Heather, would be, is uh, don't be silly, wrap his willy.
2: I well, feel, I definitely, guess. absolutely. Yeah, and you know, it's fair to assume this because Heather has a daughter, uh, presumably mm-hmm. from a previous relationship, who's oh, yeah. already moved in with this bloke, you know, oh, yeah. a few months ago, yeah. uh, who also says so she's obviously a loose woman.
1: I'd say so. I'd say that she's probably on, uh, you know, some kind of benefits situation. Probably. I, probably. I'd say that, and s- perhaps
2: that some. And I, people on benefits that live on the Gold Coast that have stepchildren, hmm. are often on drugs yeah. as well.
1: Drugs. I say, and I would, and I would, I would not stop at saying that she would steal from the supermarket. Small things like Mars bars. Small
2: things. Nothing uh, and, too big. And,
1: and, 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 but of course, buy cigarettes. You know, <laughs> she's the type of person that would buy cigarettes, but steal a cantaloupe or something, you know. So, Heather, all I've got to say to you is steer clear of dream world.
2: She is asking what kind of activities we would recommend. I would recommend staying away from your poor stepson, stop shoplifting. get off the gear, Heather, stop taking drugs, and stop sleeping around like a floozy, love. Yep, good advice. That's my recommendation.
1: Really good advice. Uh, I've got another one here, love. Let me just... There it is. Sorry. And, uh, uh, it. I'm hoping you can help.
2: Sorry, I think Bob Hawke just came into the room for a yeah, second. There there, he is. Is. See you, Bob. <laughs> See you, Bob. Yeah, all right. Sorry. What's the next letter? I'm hoping you can help. Uh, I
1: am young. can't help but notice there's no hello or good afternoon.
2: There's no hello. That's very rude to start with.
1: Anyway, uh, I am
2: young. All right. That's also rubbing it in our faces.
1: Unnecessary. uh, But suffer from respiratory problems. That would be because you have been uh, shielded and wrapped in cotton wool as a child. All children, all young people now, were. And that's caused them these problems, you know. Uh, and am trying not to leave the house as much as possible. I have run out of hand sanitizer, but am reluctant to make the trip to the chemist. Uh, as you ladies have lived a long, li- long right. life. Okay. Right, really, all uh, right. right. Uh, I was wondering if you have any tips you could give, and that is tips with a P, uh, you could give on recipes for homemade sanitizer. Uh, Chris, this is Chris at Southbank, sorry. Chris, uh, look, I I, I don't, I'm not presuming that you're a bit daft or anything. Uh, I think you'd be a smart person. You sound educated. You've written well, except for a missing hello. Uh, My advice for you, Chris, is to pour boiling hot water on your
2: hands. It will kill any germs. That That is very true. That's very, very true.
1: Any germs.
2: Chris, here's my advice to you. Don't be so rude when you write letters. Twice in that letter you reference our age. Mm-hmm. You start by saying I'm young, well, obviously as a point of difference to us. Later in the uh, letter you say, as you ladies have lived a long life, mm-hmm. Chris. I would. I know that this virus is killing women our age. I know your generation is thrilled about it, Chris. Yep. But quite frankly, we don't need it rubbed in our face, Chris. That's right. Quite frankly, I'm glad you've got respiratory problems and quite frankly, I hope that you do end up having to go down to the chemist and you do catch COVID-19 and I will not be upset if it knocks you off, Chris. Not
1: sad at all. You are a bastard, Chris, and I'm going to be completely honest with you here right now, love. I've lived a long life. Edith and I are much older than you and we've lived a long life and seen a lot of things. Go and rack. Off. Rack off. Okay. All right. The next letter. Set, huh? uh, do you want to read this one? It's uh, got
2: that one for you there. This is from Lisa in Batemans Bay. Wow. I, hope, I, go. I hope things are going all right up there in Batemans Bay, Lisa. I don't I, know what it's like. We're, we're in Melbourne. It's a bit hmm. different anyway.
1: Batemans Bay suffered through the fires, so I hope you're okay.
2: Uh, Lisa says, uh, hello, girls. Uh, my husband, Phil, is very reluctant to self-isolate. Uh. I have tried to explain to him how important it is not to be spreading germs, but he's a very social guy and likes seeing his mates for a beer most nights. Mm. I've talked them into staying away from the bars and the pubs, but they still catch up at each other's house each night. Is that still a problem? Lisa Bateman. Oh, Lisa. Oh, sweetheart. You you poor naive thing, Lisa. Your husband likes catching up with his mates, does he? Spreading gems with each other and going to each other's houses. Lisa, we might put you in touch with Chris from Southbank, our last letter writer, because he might have some tips for you on the kind of bloke your husband is.
1: Yeah. You think he might be a bug catcher? Yeah, COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, people want it. People want it because once you've had it, you can't
2: get it again. That's what I'm and you can getting. Get some of. time off work and whatever. No, I. Th- what I'm trying to say, love, is I think her husband might be a puff A um. Oh. What do you call them? Oh. Uh, You know, you can't call them that. um... I see what you mean. A yes voter. A A yes yes voter. voter.
1: That's the word I'm looking for. Lisa, I think at the end of all of this, you might wish that he got COVID and died, if that's the case. If that's the case. Oh, you poor thing. You poor, silly, daft woman. Okay. Uh, Lisa, we can't help you. You need some kind of phone counselling service or something like that. And the church. You're going to need the church too.
2: So let's hope it reopens as soon as possible, Lisa, because you have been sharing your house with a sinner for many years.
1: Yeah, well, and I hope your bottom's okay too, because I'd imagine that's the way he's getting in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. <laughs> the next, the next letter is um, from Maggie, in Mauriac. Uh, did I read? You can read this one, uh, Maggie.
1: Oh dear, I imagine Maggie's probably somewhere close to our age.
2: Uh, I would say so, but in Mordialic, lovely part of the world.
1: Hey, beautiful part of the world, and uh, that soon will have Skyrail, I'd imagine, won't it?
2: Have you been to Mordialic Club? Yeah, of course I have.
1: I went there for my honeymoon.
2: Uh, Mordialic train station is there.
1: Mordialic Surf Life Saving Club.
2: Uh, Mordialic Pier.
1: Yes, uh, Mordialic Fish and Chips.
2: Mordialic Road.
1: Mordialloc Road, is he? They've Morty Ellic. got everything
2: in Mordialloc yeah, Road. Sure. Once this is all over, promise yourselves you'll go and see Mordialloc. It's lovely. Woolworth's Morty Ellic.
1: Uh Anyway, Maggie here is not mentioned. Woolworths. Uh, uh, hello. Thanks for bringing back the podcast.
2: Thank you for listening, Maggie.
1: I read online that domesticated pets can catch coronavirus. I have two dogs, Lily and Rose, and a cat named Peanut. And am wondering if I should be worried. I am on the older side. I knew it, I knew it. No one has been called Maggie in four hundred years. I am on the older side, so I don't want to take any risks now i need to I need to verify it's a shame this is not talkback because I'd be asking Maggie if she's on the older side of Mordialik or the older side of life because either way, you're rooted. <laughs>
2: There you are, Maggie. Maggie, one of two things is going to happen with this virus. Now, you're... A woman of a certain age like us. You'll remember the war. uh, The World War II I'm referencing specifically. And uh, you'll remember we went down to rations in the war and you could not get meat anywhere. And, uh, well, we ended up having to eat our pitch, didn't we, love? Yeah, it wasn't nice. I I ate three sausage dogs and a Labrador. Ah,
1: which one was better?
2: Labrador, it was golden lab, it was really oh, tender. Yes. But that's what we had to do during the war, and that will happen at some point soon. I know that Scott Morrison's not talking about it, I know bloody Daniel Andrews no, isn't definitely. talking about it yet, but at some point soon we are going to be told by the government to kill our pets and eat them. Now, mm-hmm. do you want to eat them now while they're nice and plump, mm-hmm. or do you want to wait until they're skinny and raky?
1: You choose, and you choose, but, Mark. I recommend
2: Knocking them off now, cut them into portions, pop them in the Tupperware and pop them in the freezer for when you're really hungry. Now, that might happen. The other thing that might happen, Maggie, is women like us are at risk in this crisis and there is a chance it might go south very quickly. And you know what happens to isolated elderly people with pets when they die?
1: They get eaten. By their pets. I've seen it happen a thousand times.
2: Just imagine poor little Lily and Rose and Peanut thawing on a couple of fingers or a toe or your nose, Maggie. It would not be nice. I I recommend knocking them off now.
1: And if you cared, Maggie, if you cared about that situation of your pets, Peanut and Lily and Rose, eating you, just think about how much trouble they're going to have trying to put you in the microwave. Think about that. That's right. Think about how That's cruel right. that is. They don't have opposable thumbs. They would not be able to start the microwave. They would not be able to open the Tupperware and put your eyeballs and fingers and, and other grisly little bits of your body in a little tub with some water and microwave you. That is animal cruelty, Maggie, and if you weren't already dead, you'd be going to jail. Case closed.
2: Might be time for a word from our sponsors. I, I think would hope so. Hello,
1: hello, hello.
4: It's Chris. And Mari. From Wanback Gully Plant Farm and Firearms.
5: You heard right. Since the world has gone doomsday mad, we have converted our business and have moved into the arms trade.
4: We have six-foot standard shotguns, only $44.90. Neighbours be gone with our
5: brand new AK-47 assault rifles for only 29 99
4: Intruders will be bare-rooted when you chuck one of our lightweight hand grenades at them. Only 779 for a dozen. A real Aussie deal.
5: Now all I need is a real Aussie bloke.
4: What, 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 what do you mean, Mari?
5: I mean take off the you, fucking tutu, well, Chris. It's not funny. It's humiliating. I can see the other mothers when I pick the kids up from school, staring at me, laughing at me. Do you know what that feels like? Do you know what that feels like? No, of course you fucking don't know because you're here, prancing around your fucking hedges with your succulents, buying out firearms factories without even consulting me. Well, I've had it, Chris, really. I have had it. I am taking the kids to Mum's place. I'll isolate there. Have a good life. Watch Watch out out for for the wombats wombats out the front
4: front. and the bitch out the back. Slut.
1: Ah, gee, and we just have to thank our sponges. Terrific. Welcome back to Granny Bingo Wireless. Uh, We're so glad to be back for our second season. Before that uh, little ad interlude, we mentioned our Patreon. And, of course, uh, we, we we don't want this to be some kind of exclusive pay for everything you get. We just want to connect with you now that we can't do bingo. Um, so we, we just wanted to say, uh, if you can, your spirit, of course, do it. But we want to say, first of all, thank you to a group of people who have supported us to get us off the ground here. That's
2: right, yeah. Now,
1: they've done a terrific job. So I just want to say thank you to Joshua, Nick, Andrew, Jason, Christopher, Mark, Lachlan. Another Lachlan, Madeline, Hamish, Jacob... You've all been very, very kind and generous so far. And of course,
2: they have. And let's talk about what they did. We were supposed to have our regular, for those of you who live interstate or in Tasmania, mm-hmm. uh, we have a regular night in Melbourne called Granny Bingo, where you people did. come along and, and we host bingo and they pay and they come. These lovely people that Maureen has just mentioned uh, were supposed to be coming to the next one, but it's been cancelled. So they gave us the cash anyway. Isn't, Isn't
1: that, that terrific? Lovely? That's so
2: Isn't lovely. That nice? yeah, for more of you could take a leaf out of their book, to be quite
1: honest. Oh, I'd be happier. I'd be a much happier person. And and I don't want them to think that I spend all of the money on cheap red wine, but some of it also went to the podcast. So thank you. That's right.
2: Thank you so much. Now, we have a new segment that we're about to do, don't we?
1: New season, new segment. That's what I said at the production meeting that we had in the bunker uh, about about five minutes ago.
2: That's right, yeah. and uh, I love your dress that you're wearing that I can actually see because we are in the same room. What Is that what you? colour
1: would you call this? Uh, vermilion. Vermilion. That's
2: the yes. word. I'm colour blind, of course, so, <laughs> of I course. Can't really, so I don't know what I'm wearing <laughs> from one day to the next. Oh, I love a million. A million, I do. So that much. Now, this segment is called Celebrity Cheer Up. And what we do in this segment, because everyone is feeling a bit flat and depressed at the moment, we call one of our celebrity friends and uh, we ask them to cheer us up a little bit. So for this episode, we're going to call our celebrity friend, Cal Wilson. Do you want to dial that number, love?
1: Hi!
2: Yeah, give me two seconds.
1: Uh, now I'll just uh, hang on. Let me get my phone. Uh, right. Uh, and, uh, oh, four one three. This is Kel Wilson. We're wanting, isn't it? Let's try it.
2: Oh, four one three eight five. Oh,
1: okay. Uh. Ah, okay. Good. It's ringing.
2: Oh, I hope ah, she's there. Yeah,
1: me too. Maybe it could be celebrity voicemail. <clears throat> hello? Oh, hello, Kel. It's Edith and Maureen here. How are you, love? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm really not too good, bad. thank you. I'm not coughing.
2: <laughs> no. I've been lucky. saying
1: that to everybody. That's my little joke.
2: <laughs> Kel, it's been so long since we've seen you. How are you going with lockdown, love?
1: Um, uh, not too
0: bad. I think I've I think I've think washed every item of clothing I own twice. Um,
2: it's good to have a hobby. Yes,
0: I've uh, tried running around the back garden. The do you have a twice. back garden? Have, have I got a back garden? Yes. Yes, that sounds like a personal you... question.
1: Well, no, um, it's, just, it's just that you'd have a bit of, when you said you tried running around the backyard, I wanted to make sure you had one to begin with.
0: Yeah, I do, I do. I do. Um, good. Um, we're not. We're not talking metaphorically, are we? We're talking. No, 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 no.
2: no. No smut on this podcast. No, no. I, 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 I well, know you're known for your smutty <laughs> jokes. Love.
1: Although I did I, notice I, that I, waxing I, parlors are closed now. Yeah, so that's, that's everyone, true. Everyone
2: will be. A bushy backyard. Everyone will have a bushy backyard soon.
0: We'll be looking like cousin It from the waist down.
2: Now it's a hard time for performers, Cal at the mm-hmm. moment, obviously with all the gigs being cancelled and stuff. But we're looking for silver linings, of course. And uh, so is is Digby loving having Mum at home a bit more? Um
0: yes, and and I'm loving um being around him more because it's giving me more material. So that's
2: Yes, that's wonderful. Good. You're going to have a really wonderful show next Comedy Festival, I reckon. Ninety
0: five percent of it will be quotes from my son. Oh
2: uh, what what a lucky boy used to have a fun mum like you and also a author of children's books I note.
0: Mm. Um, very um, serious documentary books called George and the Great Bum Stampede and That's George right. and the Great Brain Swappery.
2: I'm still halfway through that one I haven't quite finished it yet but I'm looking forward now I've got a bit of downtime to finish it.
0: <laughs> what are you doing with your downtime?
2: Oh we have well, we're busy bringing back our podcast. Obviously, which you know, the the media industry is abuzz about this podcast. We've been uh, busy, uh, Caroline. We've been car- sending Caroline out. We we feel it's safer for her to go out mm. and uh, and and pick up groceries and things for us because we value her life less than our own.
0: And also people I think keep a wide
1: berth from Caroline anyway. That's
2: that's very true. Kel. you're correct. Yes. People were often... social distancing before it was even cool, Kel. That's
1: right. And she wasn't even choosing to social distance. No. no. No, no, everyone else chose it for her. Last week she she was one of the first people to get toilet paper because she went to uh, to Woolies or Coles or Aldi or one of them and uh, went bolting towards people that had toilet paper and they just threw it. They they screamed and threw it up in the air and ran away. And we've got more bog roll than I can imagine anybody ever having. If you need any, let us know. Thank you. Now,
2: now, Cal, we are doing a little segment on our podcast called Celebrity Cheer Up, where we call a lovely celebrity like yourself, and we ask you to cheer us up a bit because everyone's feeling a bit flat at the moment. Do you have a little joke or something you could tell us? Oh, good.
0: I will tell you my favourite joke from when I was a kid. Oh, lovely. What is green has four legs and if it fell out of a tree could kill you.
2: Green with, oh, green with four legs and could kill you. I, I don't know what's green with four legs and could kill you if it fell out of a tree, Kel. A pool table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that has done the trick, Kel. Thank you. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> I'm so glad, ladies. Oh, uh, thank you so much, Kel. That is lovely. It's good to chat to you, love. Lovely to chat to you. See you on the other side.
1: I just got it.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, you'll uh, give us a call if you need uh, anything, uh, won't you? So, I love. will, I will. Good on you. Give our love to uh, Chris Christian Digby. I will.
0: Yeah. Thanks very All right. See you. Talk love. to you soon,
2: love. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Well, I think that might be all we have time for this week, love.
1: Yep, I'm absolutely rooted. Uh, it's hard hard work this podcast. Oh, and people think that, you know, oh podcasting must be easy. You know, we've been at this now for, what, 40 40 minutes? I've got better things
2: to be doing with my time. Speaking of better things to be doing, listeners, please don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Granny Bingo, And we also want to say a big thank you to Kel Wilson for being our first celebrity cheer-up. Good on you, Kel,
1: and also to all of our sponsors as well. I hope you don't mind the advertising on our show. (laughs) And uh, finally, I'd like to uh, hope everyone, wherever you're listening, on the train, the Tram, at home, wherever you are, to uh, d-
2: join me in saying to Caroline Springs, RAG OFF! <laughs> Suck it, Caroline. Stay tuned for next week's episode, where we'll be sharing knitting tips, the federal government's nuclear codes, and the meaning of life. But for now,
1: bye-bye. See you later. Good on you, mate. <laughs>
2: Do you want to say it together? Um, yes, what is it again? Well, I- Agony Grands. One, two, three. Agony! Agony. <laughs> Let's try it again. One, two, three.
1: Agony, Agony Grands! We'll do that. Hang on. Do- that wasn't right. Ready? One, two, three. Agony, Agony Grands! That's <laughs> much better, love. I think we got it that time.
2: Sorry, I just laughed as a boy. Can we do it yeah. one more time? One, two, three.
0: Ag- Agony, Agony. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I think it keeps lagging Internet connection's not good What if we just make it purposely a bit shit?